I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. I hope you're having an amazing week. Today's episode is going to be so much fun. We're interviewing my bestie, Jennifer Jaden. She's the founder of Society Gal, which is this massive online platform and also an agency that connects influencers with collaboration and promotion opportunities that are aligned. So she's not about making you sell skinny tea and hair gummies unless that's totally aligned. <laughs> um, but she's just absolutely amazing. She's been such a huge part of making my business successful. Um, And she's going to be sharing top tips for connecting with influencers and brands, how to create a massive social following, how to lead with your heart and not your ego, which is a huge one, how to overcome obstacles and thrive, and how to live a life where you drink rosé with Courtney Kay. Yes, we'll be talking about that too. So stay tuned. There's so many good tips and takeaways in this episode, you guys. It's really amazing. So I hope you guys all had a really fabulous weekend. I went away to see my family um, in the interior of BC, and it's like really beautiful there. There are lakes and trees, and it's just so, so stunning. And drank a lot of wine. Are you surprised? I'm definitely not. Um, (laughs) So I have a little bit of a cold now. So yeah, I mean, like I kind of deserve it. Feeling a little foggy. I did go to the gym today. I did have a healthy dinner yesterday, but let's just say that was very necessary. Um, I had a total fail. So I was doing this 40-day meditation situation. (laughs) It's like this kundalini meditation. I may have talked, I think I spoke about it on the podcast before, but I was on like day 20 or something like that. And I 
fucking failed. I just totally forgot. I was like rushing around all day. Like these are like, these are not good excuses, but I'm sticking to them. I was rushing around all day, getting all my stuff ready to leave and to go on this trip. We went on this road trip. My husband, (laughs) I can't fully blame him because it's my fault too. We totally missed a fucking turnoff and drove an hour out of the way. (laughs) So there's that. So by the time we got there, we were just so stressed. Um, it was like late. We like were eating, drinking, and then I just totally went to sleep and totally forgot to do my meditation. So that being said, I'm actually supposed to start back at day one, but I'm just going to double up and do two in one day. And I know you're not supposed to do that. And technically I failed the challenge, but I'm just not going to be too hard on myself. And I will say too, is that this is the second time (laughs) that I failed it. I think after like day 10, I um, did something similar where I just like didn't do the meditation and I like just fucked off for like two or three days and just didn't do it. And then I feel like this time I like I screwed up and then I started doing it again the next day and stuck to it. So I think I've learned a little bit like not to just totally give up for a few days once I failed. So I'm just going to take this as a win. I'm going to take this as a learning thing and I'm proud of myself. (laughs) I can justify anything, guys. Trust me. Anyways, so super excited about that. I want to give you guys my chakra tip of the day. So the top question that people ask me is where to buy crystals. And there are so many pretty online shops and things like that. But I really encourage people to go into the store. Go into the place closest with you. I guarantee there's some kind of crystal or gem shop in your hometown, even if you have to make a little road trip out of it. I really feel like you have to kind of see the crystals and see what you're attracted to. It's funny because your energy kind of knows what it needs and it'll pull you to the crystal that you're supposed to have in your life. And then you'll kind of like you'll check it out. You'll be like, okay, this one I feel drawn to. And then you'll figure out what it's called. And then you'll go on a Google deep dive of what that crystal does. And you'll realize that it will solve all your problems. (laughs) Um, Even though you didn't know, you know, when you saw it exactly what it would do for you. That has always been the case with me. And it's kind of funny because I'm always drawn to amethyst and purple crystals. And amethyst is actually... (laughs) the sobriety stone. So I think my body is trying to tell me to be sober, but I'm not listening. I'm just, whatever. I'm just saying I like the color purple and that's the way it is. So go into the store, check it out. Also, I I see no shame in ordering crystals on Amazon. (laughs) They're still going to work if you order them on Prime. Um, Everything is, is okay. I mean, I feel like there probably are some shady people selling like fake crystals out there, but I wouldn't get too worried about that. Uh, Just kind of like check out the shop, um, the online shop and make sure they seem legit. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be necessarily ordering them from China or anywhere like that, but yeah, you can find like some really great things online as well. But if you can make it into a store and see what is attracted to you and typically the colors of that crystal correlate with the chakra. So if you 
you know, wanted, if you found that you were drawn to like all these like red crystals, that could mean that you had a root chakra situation you needed to work on. So just be mindful of that. Check in with the colors, check in with the vibes. Um, okay, let's get into today's episode with Jennifer Jaden. Hello, everybody. So excited to be here with my bestie, Jennifer Jaden. She has been such a huge supporter of my business. She's really a pioneer in making women's businesses more successful, as well as her own. She's really the queen of creating an impactful online presence um, that really gets you noticed in the crowd. So she'll kind of set your babe score up to 100% in no time. She's the most popular girl at the party. She thrives on connecting powerful women for mutual elevation and expansion. And not only is she a pioneer of the online movement, she's also tapped into a bunch of industries, which allows her to be a master connector. Um, She's really that girl who has a keen eye for branding, for publicity, for strategy, and can basically look at a brand and know exactly what it needs to be successful. She's the founder of Society Gal, which is an online platform and blog promoting collaboration without competition among female entrepreneurs and bloggers. And she's organically created a dedicated following of over 60k it girls in less than a year. Um, Society Gal is like this hot online hangout that there's no cattiness. And everyone's super nice. And everyone in that group and in that community is just so amazing and supportive. Um, And her blog features women that are literally killing it online. And it just kind of provides us with this platform for women to share their stories in a fun and inspiring way. Um, Jennifer started her career as a successful blogger, and she'll tell you about that. But when she realized her calling and her power and potential in the online space, she had to share it with the world. Her latest venture is Society Gal Agency, which is a completely fresh concept that connects online business owners with collaboration opportunities, features, press, endorsements, so they don't have to promote hair gummies and skinny tea like everyone else. So when it comes to authentic collaboration, women supporting women, and building game changers empires. Jennifer is your society gal. Welcome, Jennifer. Wow. What an intro. Can I just, can I just hire you for this? Because you make me sound so fucking cool. It's all you, girl. It's all you. (laughs) Wow. I am, I am pretty impressed with that. That is just, just too good. Like, it's your resume. It's, it's your resume. It's my resume. I'm I am deeming that my resume and you are you're a genius for all of that. So thank you so much for making me feel so cool. You're welcome. <laughs> so I love to start off with some rapid fire Q&A. And Bring it on. We got to we just need to know the nitty-gritty otherwise. Okay. You know, we just got to really feel like we know you. Bring it on. Let's do it. What is your daily ritual? I do not have a daily ritual. And a lot of people question that. But I have found that for so long, and, and I'm sure we'll get into this, that I was stuck in a rut. Like I was so sick and I was so stuck in this negativity, worry, worry, worry all the time rut that I've learned that for me, I have to give myself room to just go with the flow and not have a routine because 
that that just works for me. So, I mean, I guess maybe I do have a routine if we like went through my morning and and maybe I need to adopt one. Amberly, maybe you need to write me a ritual or something. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I definitely need to. Otherwise, I don't know if we can be friends anymore. No, but you like Palo Santo every morning. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Palo Santo next to my bed. I have crystals lined up next to my bed. Yeah. Um. I, you know, my ritual is to wake up and just be grateful that I'm alive. Like I really wake up every morning and think to myself, what am I grateful for? And and I think, you know, this has been engraved with me in coming from a religious background and like you go to bed praying, you wake up praying. So I think that's maybe my ritual is I go to bed and think of everything I'm grateful for. I and and I do this every night and every morning I wake wake up feeling so grateful to be alive and so grateful to have the opportunity to be the best version of myself. So I guess that's my ritual. Okay. I'll take it. That's actually pretty good. That's pretty <laughs> damn good. Um I love that. So what is your go-to crystal? What are the crystals on your nightstand? Okay, well, we're looking at them right now. So I, I don't know the names of them. And it, it's so funny, and Amberly knows this, but my little brothers actually, you know, they're seven and 10, and they're obsessed with rocks and crystals and diamonds and giving their tissy, my name is Tissy to them, um, those kind of things. So they've given me lots of little crystals that they find or they buy at their school science fair and things like that. So that's kind of my roundup of crystals. Oh, and Amberly did buy me some crystals. Um, for my birthday. So, um, well, help me out here, Amberly. What are these? Um, hold on. Let me flip to the video. Oh, I can't see them. I'm pretty sure <laughs> you have like rose quartz and clear quartz. I'm pretty sure. Right. Yes. So I'm all about the on brand. So rose quartz, clear quartz. Um, you know, I'm just, to me, like rocks and crystals are so gorgeous and so beautiful that not only do they, you know, like I can put them on me and like feel more grounded, but just to look at them, it's just a marvel in nature for itself. Right? Like those things came from the ground. Isn't that wild? I know. Have you ever been to like no. a cave can we where go? like crystals grow? Yeah. So we're going to Utah this summer for sure. And you can, we can go to Topaz Mountain and you can literally mine Topaz out of the mountain. Oh my God. Okay. Done. Okay. We need to do that. I also saw some really cool spa in Utah that we need to go to. So Utah trip. Utah is trip happening. is happening. It, it it's it's on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next question. What is your go to cocktail order? Oh, vodka water with a lemon. Can we talk about how many glasses of rose you've had today? Oh, um, let's talk about rose too. Rose and vodka water with a okay. lemon. And yes, rose and Courtney K too. Okay, can you just tell everyone about this and like, I kind of want to throw up because I'm so jealous. <laughs> so um, I took my boyfriend to Beverly Hills Hotel. It's it's like my favorite place in the world. And Calamigos Ranch is my second. Well, they're both tied. But um, yeah, we went to the Polo Lounge at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And I walk in and just sitting there is Kourtney Kardashian looking gorgeous and stunning. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And my boyfriend looks over and sees her and looks at me. And I'm like, yep. That just happened. So we went to a lovely little lunch at Beverly Hills Hotel and had a glass of Rock Angel, as Amberly knows, our little go-to drink at the Beverly Hills Hotel. So Rose and Courtney K is a thing. Hashtag. What was she wearing? You know, I honestly have this 
I don't know what what's wrong with me, but with famous people, I don't want to bother. I don't want to even talk to them. I want to run away. Like honestly, when I see someone famous, I literally want to run the opposite direction because I don't want to bother them. I don't want them them to think like I'm like, oh my gosh, it's you. You know, like I want them to be like, oh cool. There's Jennifer J over there. Like, cool. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to be a bother. Except for the time we followed Paris Hilton to the bathroom. Well, that happened. But we were very, like, we wouldn't even have said hi. We just wanted to, like, see her closer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I would never even be like, here, take a selfie with me. I would be like, hi. Like, we want to be on their level. We don't want to be on the, the level of. No, except for the time. Except for the time that I chased Nick Carter around. You with my sure phone. did. You sure told me that story. You know, but you know, at times, like there are times when you just don't know what to do. But for me, like I just like I can't imagine being that famous that people I just want you all the time. Like I just want to be left the f alone. Like <laughs> okay, well we're gonna get that famous. So you right, you guys heard this it. first. So. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. What is your worst habit? You know, my worst habit is is the self sabotage. I and and since like really digging deep and like working with myself with neuroplasticity, I'm sure you guys will hear more about this. But I catch myself in self sabotage ninety five percent of my thoughts. And I, I think most of our, most of us are in that place, but we don't recognize it. And so I tend to, whenever like something good's happening or whenever I'm excited about something or whenever like life is good, I'm like, well, when is it going to go bad? When is something bad going to happen? Like, well, what if this happens? And, and I think it's a bad habit that I have. And, and I really have worked so hard to just to acknowledge it. So now that I like can see it for what it is, and, and now I know like the tools to kind of stop it in its tracks, I, I feel much more empowered. But before I really let it like navigate my life and mm. when you're in a state of survival and a state of worry or fear and any of those emotions, like your life can really take a turn. So so I think that that's a really bad habit I had been in. It's self-sabotage. I feel like so many people have those thoughts and the key is literally just knowing that they're not real fears. Like the fact that you can just identify them as self-sabotage and know that they're not real. Like, yeah, the thoughts will go away a little bit, but like they're like every new level that we go to, like new fears are going to come up. Um, so it's just about being able to identify them. Absolutely. And, and I think it's so needed in this day and age when we're on autopilot, when amazing things are happening so quickly and when we're really just in a time of of thriving, you know, sabotage is going to be a lot trickier. It's going to be a lot worse because it's just trying to keep us safe like that's the way we're programmed and that's the way like our bodies are meant to like keep us where we're at so I think I think it's so important I love that what is your favorite beauty secret or beauty hack of the moment you know I really think that beauty Oh, well, okay. We could go two ways here. <laughs> My beauty hack is extensions. I am obsessed with tape and extensions. Um, I use lace tear extensions. And I think, you know, even if you're just like needing a few pieces in the front to like fill in, because I think that's that's an important part is like the frontal pieces mm-hmm. of your hair. Yeah. But um, I think like 
tape and extensions or even clip and extensions are so they just change your hair, you know, like and in your hair is everything like you and you even know this. I know you wear clip in sometimes too, but they can just change your whole look, you know, totally changes everything. It does. (laughs) I love it. And now what was the soppy thing you were going to say about beauty? (laughs) Well, I think, you know, it's just owning who you are. Like, confidence is a beauty hack. I I really believe that because we see so many beautiful women of all sizes, colors, shapes, and, and it's really they just chose to own it. You know, they really did. And and I think that outshines any like symmetrical feature or anything. It's like choosing to own that you're beautiful and know it is the most beautiful thing you can do and free. It's absolutely free. <laughs> totally. Um, I know. I feel like there's so many people that are like not textbook, you know, what you would see on like, you know, in a Calvin Klein ad, but they're just like owning it. They're like, just like walking around mm-hmm. like so confident and so grounded and like, that's fucking sexy. That is sexy. And I think that's like there's so many like publications and things trying to be like, oh, you need this or you need that or you need this, which this and that is great sometimes. Like I'm not going to lie. I have Botox. Like I just had bariatric surgery. Like there's things. But like at the same time, it's like but none of those matter unless you have the confidence and you just really are like embracing your God-given like traits and like what you were born into. Totally. I love that. Um, what is your guilty pleasure that you think good spiritual people don't do? Indulgence. I, I, I think that like you need to indulge. Yeah. And you need to like celebrate your your things that you feel like guilty about because those things like you should be able to tap into those when you need to, you know? So I think really indulgence and really celebrating those indulgence. And like, for instance, I know this sounds bad, but like, you know, if you love to to go out and eat all the time, but you claim to just be like, oh, I only eat vegan or like I only do this or that or this or that. It's like indulge once in a while to to whatever feels good to you and, and celebrate that and don't hide it or feel bad about it. Like celebrate totally. it. Like I got blackout on Saturday. I was dancing with my girlfriends and having a great time and I didn't feel bad about it in the morning. No, it's like waking – and Amberly and I talk about this all the time. Like her and I both wake up like hungover, like anxiety, guilt. Like even if we did nothing, absolutely nothing wrong, we'll wake up and feel like, I don't know, I feel this way and be like, oh my God, what did I do? What have I done? And like why? I had so much fun. I danced. I laughed. I sang. I cried. Like we're yeah. – Woke up with a weird bruise on my leg. I don't know where it's from. Right. But like <laughs> – we're human. We're not supposed to be perfect. Like we're supposed to have fun. And I honestly wholeheartedly believe like that's what we're supposed to be doing is just loving and having fun and mm-hmm. celebrating. 100%. Love it. Love it. Love <laughs> it. And with that, let's talk about what you're celebrating right now. Tell us about your new business venture. Yeah, so I am definitely celebrating Society Gal right now and our new venture of launching our PR 
agency, you know, it's been something that I've been doing for a very long time is really connecting people, setting people up with features or collaborations with brands and influencers. And it just, and, and Amberly's a huge part of this and really allowing me to to go forth with this venture and not holding back. And so I'm so excited to announce, you know, that we've really created this agency where we can help women shine. Like that is my goal. My goal is to bring women who are of impact, who have done amazing things, who have a story to tell, to bring them to the the forefront of of influence because I think it's needed. I, I think we live in a world where everything is so skewed and we need like the truth, the authenticity, you know, we really need that. And so I feel so grateful that so many women have worked with us and chose choose to work with us to really help them really share their stories and to be at the forefront of, of everything. I love that. And you're so, like you were saying, like you've like naturally been doing this for so long and so long. I'm like, why haven't I been doing forever? Like this is my favorite thing to I do. I know. And I just remember even when we first became friends, like you were always thinking like, oh, you should connect with this person. You should connect with this person. You should look up this brand. You should do that. And now it's like, okay, yeah. I like, can I pay you to like, tell me what I should be doing? <laughs> like, can we just do this? That's literally how it happened. So Amberly, uh, I, I owe a statue to you. <laughs> Yeah, Jennifer would just keep being like, Can you okay, you need to do this? You need to reach out to this person. You need to and I was like, I don't have time. Can you do it? Yeah, it's true. I, and I think so many women like that I've worked with feel the same way because I was like, Okay, you need to build this and I focus so much on branding, which I which I love, but um, my big thing is like, if you want to really take it to the next level, if you want to be seen, if you want to be out there, you have to connect, you have to like get yourself out there. And how has connection helped you in your business? It's everything. I think that's the goal of it. It's social networking, right? That's essentially what it was meant to be a social network. And I don't think people utilize the word network enough. I think they utilize the word social enough, but I don't think they utilize the platforms and what they're capable of. And 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 I think that's really what you have to look at it for. Like I don't get worried about algorithm changes or like new things that are happening. I'm like, okay, cool. What's the opportunity here? Like how can I leverage what's what's happening to really influence myself and my clients? Totally. So- and it's like the algorithm change isn't going to like change your relationship with someone. If you've reached out and had an authentic connection with someone, they're not going to go away just because Facebook changed or Instagram changed. No, absolutely. If anything, it gives me an advantage because if if likes are down, if engagement's down, that means they're going to see my comment a lot easier than it would be if it was hot. So you have to look at the opportunity of what's happening right now. And I think I'm an opportunist. Like that's just who I am. And and I look at I look at social media as like, okay, how can I network? How can I navigate? How can I help other people? Because I think so many times we go to this place of like, but it's about me. It's about me. It's about my story. It's about my pitch. But really, it's not about you at all. It's about everyone else. So if you can come from that place, it's like, how can I help other people? How can I connect and hear other people's stories? You're going to have a lot better 
time navigating the social world. 100%. So how can you recommend or what can you recommend to people who are like trying to like build up their social media? They're trying to like build a community. How do you recommend they reach out or approach these other people? So first things first is you want to make sure you have a cohesive brand. Like make sure who you are is represented online. Because if you're reaching out to someone, they're going to look at your Instagram. They're going to look at your Facebook as a resume essentially or as like a lookbook. So make sure you're representing who you are online. And that's why I value branding so much. I think it's so important because it's like you showed up, you dressed right, you looked the part. And now you're going to invite people to kind of step into your world. So I think it's first things first, making sure you're cohesive, consistent, and you value yourself online. And then when you're reaching out, you're going to have a much better return once people kind of look and view because they're going to, if you're going to DM them or send them a message or anything like that, they're going to go back and look like, well, who is this person that is reaching out to me? I love that. And I just think, and I also just love what you said about just like not feeling like everything's about you. Like you kind of like need to have something to offer. Yeah. And I have this conversation a lot with people as they're like, well, what's my elevator pitch? What's my pitch? What's my pitch? I'm like, let go of it. Like know who you are, what you do, but you're going to have to alter that no matter who you're talking to. So just make sure you stand strong in who you are, but ask questions. Understand people when you're networking and talking, Make it your objective to know more about what they do and more know more about, you know, who they are because that's going to give you a leverage that is more powerful than someone just knowing like your elevator pitch. Yeah, you can give someone value in such a stronger, more authentic way if you know what they actually need from you. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that there's, you know, absolutely, you need to know exactly what you do. And and I work with my clients one-on-one to develop their pitch and strategy. So I, I know that's important, but also it's important to understand networking and understand like it's not about you. It's about everyone else. So how did Society Gal evolve into this platform of supporting women? Like where did it start and how did it become what it is today? Yeah. So I had started in the blogging Instagram world, you know, in 2011, I started my own blog and it really took off and I had an amazing team and it moved me to LA. So I'm very grateful for that, but it just wasn't what I wanted and wasn't in line with. So I actually sold that business acquired some assets of it. And then, um, I kind of had got thrown into this like coaching consulting world and I felt very alone. I felt like I had to pay to be like, in a group of women or like, I felt like I, it just didn't feel right. Like blogging world was so fun, events to go to collaborations. And then I just was like, okay, what do I do now? So, um, I started society gal, just like not really knowing, I didn't really have an agenda, which I think is, it has the reason why it's very, um, successful. Um, because I didn't really like, I wasn't trying to sell anything. I wasn't trying to like really boost myself. I was just really trying to create a community of people to come together. And I think it just grew very organically. And and, and I just feel so blessed that I've gotten to meet so many amazing women, you know, whether I've worked with them or become friends with them or just seen them grow in their own organic way. And, and that's really kind of 
why I started Society Gal because I just felt there was a void and and I wanted to bring people together. I was always like the girl who was like, let's have a party. Let's have fun. Like, let's connect and collaborate. So I just felt a void. Yeah, there's definitely not enough, <laughs> enough of that, of this going on. And, but I will say like, I feel like you've kind of like started a movement in some way. You know, you were the first person that I saw, you know, really taking a stand for collaboration and really like wanting women to support each other and build each other up. And we're seeing it more, which is amazing. But I just love that you're like continuing the trend. So what what do you see as being like your kind of next thing or your next big exciting thing to help women connect? So I think that our next exciting thing for women to connect with each other is to create like events and opportunity for women. So you know, whether that be influential influential connections with brands or events or parties, but also just keeping the conversation open and knowing that like just because you joined Society Gal doesn't mean you have to be my client or you have to work with me. It's just meant to be a place where you can come and ask questions and connect and grow. And and I think that is enough. Like I I really feel like the world needs more honest connection without expecting things in return. And and so that's kind of my mission is to, no matter what I'm doing in my life and no matter where my business takes me, is to always hold space where people can connect with me and work with me without me expecting anything in return. You're so good at that. I've just seen you so your Facebook group, so Society Gal has a private Facebook group where people I, it's like the coolest people are in that group. Like it's insane. I just remember like You're so nice <laughs> before we were friends. I remember like even going into that Facebook group and commenting, like writing a post being like, um, why is everyone in here such a babe? <laughs> like, Yeah, everyone's pretty cool. <laughs> it's their energy. Like everyone's energy is like in the right place in that group. They're there. They're helping. If you post a question, people are answering and like helping you out. It's so cool. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I hear a lot of people like I hear like swipe up now to sign up for my thing because Instagram or Facebook groups are dead or like people like and I'm like no way like they're th- it's thriving like people need like just because they're not signing up for your stuff doesn't mean it's not thriving it means like maybe there needs to be more conversation and totally. and I say that with so much love is like we need to be in a place of really expecting nothing and really just helping people. And in doing that, you're going to create a space that's so much stronger and carry your brand so much further. And yeah, and I feel like Facebook groups are kind of like can be a funny thing, especially in the coaching industry. Yeah. Like, I have one and I'm like never in there. And I know that, you know, I'm just not utilizing it. And I think a lot of people have that as well. But that you you can't just go and say Facebook groups don't work. Like, are you doing it right? Like, are you like really giving the value? Um, and you definitely 100% are, which I love. Aw, thank you. So for people that want to really start collaborating, connecting, where can they start with you? I would say start by following us on Instagram. I think Instagram's a great place for us to be showcasing like events, opportunities, things like that. Um, so we're at the Society Gal. And then our Facebook group is Facebook.com 
forward slash groups forward slash society gal. So I would say that definitely check out our Instagram, check out our Facebook group. Those are two places that are amazing. Amazing. So what would you say has been the like, what what we like to talk about here is we like to really talk about like the meltdown moments. What was your most recent Mm -hmm. meltdown? Because we know that it's like really easy to look polished and amazing on Instagram. Um, But like, what's some like real talk lessons that you've had to learn? You know, so I recently had a meltdown moment and and I think it's it's natural and healthy sometimes to have them because it helps you like reassess like what's important and what's not important and what you should really take into consideration and what you should let go. But I recently, maybe it was before we d- we launched the PR side of Society Gal. It's like I didn't know like the direction to take Society Gal. Like it had been so amazing and so powerful, but I just felt like, am I doing enough? Am I providing enough? Like I, I didn't feel like I was giving enough to this group. And at that moment, I felt very like shut down and very much like, should I even be doing this? What am I even doing? Am I wasting my time? And and in that moment, it's like when you all of a sudden start getting messages on Instagram or messages on Facebook from people saying like, thank you so much for having this open, honest space where I can connect. And, and I think, you know, it really just put things in perspective. Like I really need to just keep doing this and keep creating a space for women to come together and whatever comes from it will come. And I just need to hold hold that space for women and, and that's how I can really give back. So so I think through like the meltdowns, we can really like reassess, you know, things. So don't try and, you know, give yourself time to feel the feelings and to really write them down and to, you know, say, is this valid or is this me just being emotional or having a moment? Cause I'm an emotional person at times and I say irrational things too. But, um, I think just holding the space for yourself to, to feel these things and writing them down and then kind of from there, figuring them out in a tangible way is kind of how I get through things and how other people can. Moving backwards. I mean, this is related, you know, you went through, a really serious illness and needed to apply like the same kind of, you know, openness and courage and patience. So can you tell us a little bit about that point in your life and what it took to move forward? Yeah. So as I'm really sad, I had a really crazy illness that took me out for four years almost of my life, bedridden and could barely function. And, you know, during that time is when I created some amazing things, but I I really never let it be an excuse. Like, yeah, shit happens. Yeah. Like things out of our control, but like, it's like we can either give in or we can rise above. And I I really made it very like apparent to myself in my mind, like, I'm not going to let this be the it thing. Like I'm going to let this kind of be my moment and my story and my message, my mess <laughs> and turn that into a message. And so there was a point where I thought I was going to die. Like literally, like I remember sitting in my bed thinking like, okay, this is I'm going to die. My heart rate's like crazy. I'm sitting here. I can't even like, like things are not good for me. 
And I remember hearing this voice inside my head that says, like, you're not going to die, but you need to go through this because you're going to help a lot of people. And I'm like, but why? Like, why do I have to go through this? This is not fair. Like, this is horrible. Like, no one should ever feel like this. This is like, but then, like, now I get it. Like, I had to slow down. Like, I had to really, like, figure out who I am because. I'm going to help a lot of people and I still don't know maybe to the capacity what I'm going to do. But for right now, like I know I need to keep helping women like share their stories and I know I need to help women like really have a voice and to really connect and to have these strong partnerships with people so that they can really fund and grow and contribute to whatever it is their story is. So So maybe I don't know exactly the rest of my story. And that to me is kind of cool because it's like we're continuously writing our stories. We're continuously growing. And it's just like right now, like what can you do to shift yourself and shift whatever it is you need to do in your life? That is so beautiful. What? Like, I have goosebumps. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I this has just been so fabulous. And thank you so much for sharing your story. And I know for anyone that's going through anything, like, just remember everything that she's that she said, like, it just really takes kind of just like feeling into knowing that you're meant for big things. And they end up happening. Like, you just have to like, really just keep following the guidance and keep, you know, just like loving yourself and moving forward. So I love that so much. And Jennifer, you have just been such an inspiration to me. You have helped me in my business so much. Anyone who is looking to create an impact to connect with brands, to have a successful business, reach out to Jennifer. She is literally the it gal. Um, she is the society gal. So you can find her. Tell us where we can find you. You can find me at jenniferjaden.com or you can follow me on Instagram at jenniferjaden at the society gal. I mean, those are some great places to kind of like find us and to connect with us. And I'm always open for collaboration. So DM me, slide into my DM or Society Gals DM because we are definitely open for um, connecting and, and really just helping you. Amazing. So thank you so much, Jennifer. And I'm sure we'll have you on again. Well, I would love to be here. Anytime you guys need me, I'm here for you. So yeah. Okay. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you so much for being a chill Chakra Girl and tuning in to Chakra Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at thechakragirlco.com and follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at thechakragirlco. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.